0: These strong men from the east rise from the ashes of censorship and cancel culture, seeking answers with an overwhelming desire to get to the bottom of that. Get back tomorrow. I don't even like to say it, cause I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say We need, we need to go. I'll say it. We need to go
1: in to the Capitol.
0: Let's go! Getting to the bottom of that just got a whole lot weirder. I looked at you and said, repeat that. You said I've got to get to the bottom of that. We have yeah, left on. Check out what's coming up on today's episode. Unless you're dumb. Unless you're Thinking dumb. of that uh, Amy, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Amy Schumer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't like that lady.
0: Dude, she's nasty. Which you know one, White House? No, Schumer. Yeah. No, Schumer. You know she's related. to She's Chuck to Schumer's daughter. Yeah. No, granddaughter. Oh, that makes sense. Is it granddaughter? She's Maybe. related
2: to some him. To to sister to him somehow. Wow. it's weird. She's
0: nasty, dude. She is. Her comedy is just, just, and she it's stole not jokes. funny. And she stole jokes. Well, I didn't know yeah. that, but yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. It is disgusting. She's always talking about her private part it is and how it smells or it's I don't, I don't want it's it just yeah. I'm like what are you why are you <laughs> on stage right now <laughs> <Yeah>. somebody blew <laughs> her off get out oh of here oh my gosh help me yeah I, 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 this is all new to me and did Hitler escape to the moon aboard this fantastic craft that they they made is this Hitler on a moon base is, this is intense okay did did that happen these are the questions of some of the most popular claims concerning the device, known in German as the Diglocker. A.K.A. in English it simply means the bell because it's shaped like a bell. Okay, uh, so
1: SS then, stands for Schutzstaffel. Schutzstaffel. Schutzstaffel, which translates to protection squadron or uh, protect
2: protective. Try, it again. Oh, wow. Try it to get
0: Schutzstaffler. Schutzstaffel. That sounds kind of. Uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, Some I, I was going to say, your Venus, Switchle. Switchle? Shren from Sweden. Winter, Schnitzel. That sounds, there you go. Go. That's, there you okay. go, there You just got to get mean and angry. You just got to yell it. And Even pointed. though I just said I love you very much, it sounded like you, you yes. know, you're going
2: to hell, you spawn of Satan. That was really good. See, that was a good one.
0: Thank you. Iceman Enterprises. Exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for let's get to the bottom of that three weirdos on a mic. Mm-hmm. What's up, my conspiracy nuts? And you know who you are. This is Byron Dice. Welcome into another episode of Let's Get to the Bottom of That. Today is episode 55, The Die Glocker. Not sure what that means, but we're going to talk about it. That is German. Yeah. Uh, it was good to hear Mike last week. It was Mike was back on the show for the anniversary show. It was good to hear his voice back on the mic. I love Mike. Uh, three weirdos on a mic. Uh, but we were not on mic. He no was way. on a mic. Yeah, we, Just we to make that were, clear we with everybody. We were on mic. Yeah. We weren't doing the... You uh, sat on his lap <laughs> during the episode. I wasn't doing the, uh, the Bill Clinton shuffle. I mean, the... <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> was that guy's name? Bill uh, Cosby. Oh, the Bill Cosby. Cosby. Well, Bill Clinton did it too, so... My goodness. I dude. bet he's got a shuffle. I still feel bad about that one. That's all right. Everybody's... Uh, probably everybody's forgiving you by now. Probably not. Well, you know what? By the time this episode drops, we'll have some comments on it probably. Yeah. And people will let us know. Yeah, probably. You know, if anybody knows what Bill Cosby did. I didn't even know he was still. I thought he was dead. I don't know. When you see pictures, he looks dead.
1: Speaking of that, have you ever seen that uh, the uh, conspiracy about Avril Levine Avril being dead um, and was replaced?
0: Yes. You've seen that? Wait, I, she's dead though.
1: No, supposedly she is was I don't know is she actually dead now?
0: I think she is. Didn't she die? Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, that was. Oh, I'm man. thinking of that uh, Amy Amy Winehouse.
1: Yeah, Amy Schumer.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> like that lady very much, Amy, dude. She's nasty. You Which she's, one? Winehouse? No Schumer. N- no yeah. Schumer. You know she's related. She's Chuck to Schumer's daughter.
2: Y- no granddaughter.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Is it granddaughter?
2: She's Maybe. related to some him. Sister to, to him somehow. Wow. it's weird
0: she's nasty dude she is her dude. comedy is just just and she's not jokes. funny and she stole jokes well i didn't know yep. that but yeah, that makes she sense jokes. it is disgusting that kind of tranks She's always talking about her private parts it is man and how it smells or it's i don't want, i don't want how it's, like, it's uh, just uh, i'm uh, like what are you why are you uh, on uh, stage right now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. somebody uh, blew uh, her off get out of oh here oh my gosh, help me. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I don't we got off on that tangent, but thanks Mike for joining us. Yeah, thanks for Mike. For the anniversary show, um we're getting uh into this episode today. This is called the the Die Glocker. And hey.
1: I'm
0: and I'm saying it like that because that's how you say it
1: in German. Die Glock
0: So I think we should all talk in German accents if yeah. we can on the show.
2: Nine. Do you have
0: one? Just is that it? Nine. all I got. Nein, Die, nein, Die Glocker, nein. Die Glocker. You do you have your papers? I could do that one, bro. That good. does not sound. Do, do you have your papers? No, it's just the papers. The, the phrase was right, but the accent was on.
1: We finally found
0: something Byron can't. He sounded it Italian.
2: Hey. Do you have your papers?
1: Do you have
0: your papers? Where are you from? Germany. <laughs> How did you guess?
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely Italian, pal.
0: Um, so here's the questions of the day, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, when this, when we put this on the schedule, I had no idea what a dieglocker was. Yeah, it was it first gone, of all, I yeah. thought it was dieglocky. And then once I researched it, I found out it's German and it's dieglocker. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, so here's the questions. Did the SS, and look this up, Joey, what does SS stand for in the Nazis? I have uh, no idea. Super S- soldier?
1: Super Satan.
0: Okay. Um, look that up. I don't know what I'll it look means. It up. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Jamie. I'll do it. Where's Jamie. Oh, did the SS perfect an anti-gravity machine at the end of World War II? That's the question. Did they? Next question: Could Nazis teleport between dimensions? Okay. What's the other question? You have an answer.
2: Um, I, I, I this is all new to me.
0: And did Hitler escape to the moon aboard this fantastic craft that they, wow, they made? Really? Is this, Hitler on a moon base? This
2: is this is intense.
0: Okay. Did did that happen? These are the questions of some of the most popular claims concerning the device known in German as the Diglocker. a.k.a. in English it simply means the bell. Okay. Because it's shaped like a bell.
1: Okay, uh, so S.S. stands for Schutzstaffel.
0: Schutzstaffel?
1: Schutzstaffel, which translates to protection squadron or okay. a protective echelon. Try to
0: oh, wow. get Schutzstaffel? Schutzstaffel? That sounds kind of... Uh, um, the uh, yeah, Some I, I was gonna say your Wiener Swedisho,
1: Schwen
0: from Sweden, Winner Schnitzel. That sounds Jack-lugly there you go. That's there you go. go. You there just gotta is. get mean and angry. You just gotta yell it. And then even point. though I just said I love you very much, it sounded like you, you yeah. know, you're going to hell. You spawn of Satan. That
2: was really good. See, that was a good one.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, the existence of this machine, this is apparently a machine, uh, has been and still to this day is very highly contested topic. So yeah. people are like, Yes, it yes, it was adv-. it's kinda like the moon landing. Yes, it was no it was fake. Yes, it happened. Die Glocker, yes, they built it, no, they didn't because there's no evidence. Right. So let's talk about whether or not this machine was real or not. That's what we're talking about today. Okay. That's this dive. Machine into happen? This. Yeah. Let's all play. right, so let's first of all talk about oh, yeah. the background of what we're talking about. In a uh, the <laughs> Die Glocker existed against the background of, of very factual things that happened in history, which right. was WW2. That was a thing that actually was, was true. Yeah, the WWE. Hey, how many of those are there, by the way?
2: Uh, Remember back wrestlers? in the 80s There was WWF WWF And then it was WCW
0: w, So what did that stand for? Uh, well, World this is,
2: Championship World And Champions then there was
0: WWE And there's WWW What, well, that's World Wide Web? Yeah
2: <laughs> And then it was BWW
0: B? BBW See, I always got confused After they split <laughs> off
2: Joey knows what I'm talking I about I didn't know was
0: that, Bill, was that a Bill Cosby joke?
2: Basically Okay
0: I'm going to go with the sign saddle.
2: That was terrible, um, Okay, here's what, that, um, what
0: happened. Was, what?
2: Oh, that was almost as bad as the Cosby joke. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. Almost, that was almost as dark.
0: Well, the German scientists and engineers created a plethora of highly advanced machines. There's no doubt that they did that. So that really happened. So to the WW2 or the WWE audience... It would almost seem like this thing is from pages of a science fiction book or a science fiction magazine
1: did you uh did you list the ones the uh ones they did invent that we know of
0: yeah like for instance they built jet fighters like the Marshall schmidt yes the m e six two six or two sixty two they invented a rocket interceptor called the boksham three four nine which is called the natter yeah uh, they the also V2 did a rocket. V-1 rocket, a yeah. uh, robot bomb, which was a.k.a. called the Feinschläschlidfeid, which is a flying bomb. A little better, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and the V-2 was basically the world's first ballistic missile that they created. So, they were cutting-edge technology, yeah. World War II. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So, they were like, cre- there was mad scientists in there. Yeah. So, it's no, when you go back and look, could they have built this machine? Absolutely. Why is it far-fetched if they did all this stuff that was out in the open? Uh, because they didn't have you know what the I'm saying? atomic bomb. Oh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they had that kind of... Weren't, weren't they trying to do that, though? They were. They were, were. That's, they that were trying the, to do that.
1: That was the race, is they figured out uh, nuclear fission. Yeah. The Nazis figured that out.
0: The Germans, really? Yeah. I didn't think that happened until the Philadelphia mm-hmm. experiment.
1: No. No, fission. Yeah. Go ahead. So they figured it out, and then Oppenheimer was like, they can turn this into a bomb, and we need to
0: figure out how to do it first. Was Oppenheimer American uh, or German?
1: He went over to Germany for a little bit, but he was American. Oh, okay. He studied under one of the guys that, uh, gosh, what was the name of him? Did you watch Va- the movie? Von
0: Schenschneigler? Yes, I
1: did. It was good, wasn't it? I did, but I also watched the documentary. And the documentary, the movie was extremely historically accurate. Yeah. Really? Extremely historically accurate, Yeah. Because I always do that first, just to
0: just to make sure they got yeah, yeah make fact sure check yeah fact check them. Dude. That's what people should do before these shows. Watch before a you watch yeah, go watch a documentary, then listen to this podcast. Yeah, and then blast us.
1: Yeah, I can't remember the scientist's name um, that he studied under, but
0: von schnitzel
1: something like that. Okay. schnazi And uh, yeah, it was a, it was an arms race to make the uh, the atomic
0: bomb. Okay, so they were working on all the stuff behind the scenes. Yep, scientists, engineers. Um, well,
1: they, they actually went and got, um, uh, what's an Albert Einstein. He was German. Um, uh, they pulled really. Him. Yeah. But he was also a Jew. but was yeah, Jewish. He yeah, was a yeah. Jewish German. So, so that was the only, one of the only, only reasons. I didn't know
0: that. Mm-hmm. that was Jewish like, German. How does that work? They, they use a the Jewish. I German. mean, what about the death camps? They, they How got, could you be a Jewish German when they hated your guts? That's
1: why they, that's why he left. He came and helped us.
0: I'm says, trying to figure I'm trying to connect the dots here. Okay, I had the Jewish part. Mm-hmm. Is it because I was my parents were German and then I became that's you see what I'm saying? So you're
2: you're you're mistaken nationality I, with
0: um religion? Sure.
2: Or or <laughs> or genealogy.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how that works because he was a Jew I living didn't in know, Germany like all oh, the <laughs> yeah, Holocaust. Well, was I don't know how hard This is <laughs> <What>? it's, <laughs> like, it's like
2: an American being Jewish. There's a Jew living in America. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, it's not science. Oh, that is, bro. I don't no, I need to break this down. This isn't. This, this is boggling vision. my mind. All right,
1: all right, let's backtrack here. Maybe we should do an Albert episode on Einstein's Jewish. Einstein's family at one point lived in his Israel. genealogy in Israel. in Israel. In Israel. Then they migrated. They moved to Germany. He was born in Germany as a German. Oh, his
0: parents moved to Germany. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. And then. So you're saying German citizen?
1: No, he was born in Germany.
0: That's what I'm saying. But his parents weren't German. You said he moved, his parents moved there Germany? from Israel.
1: That's not a race. Jews are was, race.
0: No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. You said his parents moved to Germany, right? No. From no, Israel.
1: No. I don't know who the genealogy of You just men. said he was from Israel. This this is the timeline. I said his <laughs> ancestors. Okay. At some point moved from there Israel. to here. Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know. But at some point. <laughs> See, I'm now? going to get
0: all kind of comments on this. <laughs> you fart muncher. You are so stupid. <laughs> you dungleberry. You dungleberry. Maybe we can talk about it offline. Hey, let's see. We'll figure this out. We'll it's get kind of it. confusing. Anyway, let's do an episode. We're talking about it. Die Glocker.
1: Let's do an episode.
0: Uh, we could. Uh, you know, Jewish. Is it? Is it Jewish or is it not? Yeah. Is it kosher or not? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll work it out. Uh, Let's see, ballistic... Ma- okay, where was I? Okay, so all of these weapons were built by a sinister secret regime that used slave labor in a vast underground network of tunnels called middlework. Middlework. That reminded you of, like, an evil lair, like in a James Bond novel. Yeah. So they had all these tunnels under here, and you probably walk through, and you like, this is like a evil Dr. Evil under here doing all these experiments and stuff. And then they they saw Bucky Barnes in there it was getting... <laughs> Um, his brain was getting smashed and stuff. Getting, uh, yeah. Yeah. Getting an arm. So he pulled out of his nose. In short, the Germany was fertile ground for exaggerating historical truth. So already, see, we got this backdrop, right? We got world war II, we got science engineers, we got underground evil layers. We're, we're, we're creating fantastic uh, weapons that are highly advanced. So, if you wanted to exaggerate the truth and say, "Hey, they built a anti gravity machine," it seems plausible. Okay, it is already. It
1: is, and the Germans were doing some weird stuff, dude. Like they were stealing paintings for whatever reason. They one of my buddies was telling me that the other day that they were snatching like all of the bells out of like churches in those times. What? Yeah, they were like stealing bells and all kind of like. See, I, I didn't know that. All know kinds that. of well, fun. That kind stuff, of makes
0: sense like, now. Yeah, that's the shape of this machine.
1: Shape of the machine. So I don't, I don't know, man. It's almost like, <clears throat> it's almost like they had some sort of external force telling them what to do, mm. some kind of demonic, something. Right some
0: kind here. of demonic German force.
1: Some sort of Nephilim
0: race, telling. I wonder if Hitler was not the lineage of a Nephilim.
1: Well, do you know Hitler's uh, stage? I can't remember the name of the stage. But it was directly modeled was after um
2: a Babylonian,
0: oh gotcha, God.
2: yeah where he did all his major speeches, yep.
0: yeah, yeah, oh I yeah. okay, gotcha, with huge. the flags hanging down, mm mm-hmm. yeah. oh, kind of like the the speech given in the uh, the empire, yes, like the 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 first order, yeah, that one that speech, and I was always wondering how do these people hear him so far back? did he have a microphone? You know what I'm saying? Because he was speaking. How do they hear? I tried to forget those episodes.
1: He would yell, and then someone else would yell. Would yell again, <laughs> yes, yes, he
0: I've would heard that, again,
1: yeah. Like, oh, and then guy, get somebody's Instant somebody... light. What
0: did he say? He said, shave his mustache. Yeah. Um, I
1: accidentally cut both sides and left the middle. Right. He said, death to the Jews. And everyone's like,
0: oh. I want to drink milk. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Okay, right. yeah, that's horrible. Uh, Die Glocker was first brought to the public consciousness in 2000 there was a book that spawned several more Berk, book burks examining this phenomenon and they were all in agreement that the man who created the glocker, or at least he was administratively in charge right. was the ss oprah dr hans kamala uh, and i misspelled that what is it kamala Kamler. kamala kamala harris <laughs> we did it joe any, any, we, we did, did it, it. Uh, Dr. Hans, I was going to say Hans Gruber. Of course, everybody gets that reference, right? Who's that? Hans Gruber. Never heard of her. Her?
2: Oh, gotcha. Hardly know her.
0: Well, John McClain threw him out a window. The Nakatami building. Christmas, yeah. That's Hans Gruber. Anyway, maybe he was related to Hans uh, Camiller. He was the sinister head... Of the V for Vengeance weapons program. Ooh, I like that. Okay. For vengeance. Fortunately for all concerns, Hans Kammler was straight out of the central casting for almost a comic book Nazi villain who managed to disappear into thin air at the end of the war in May in 1945. So he just disappeared, vanished. Maybe he's inside the machine. Don't know.
1: Yeah, he's uh, frozen in time somewhere.
0: So according to many sources on the internet. Yep. Yeah cuz I mean the internet you got to you got to know that all have mentioned the book that was published in 2000 and then another one in 2001 all accounts state that the SS designed and built a strange anti-gravitation craft whose shape gave it the name the Bell and it was powered by a mysterious fuel called zerum 525 otherwise known as red mercury now Joey I ask you to look up yeah, some information on xerum Five Two Five. Did you get anything on this? Uh, I asked you to look up Hans Gruber. Did yeah, you get anything?
1: I got it. You got <laughs> you got some information on the Groupster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, I didn't find a lot on xerum uh, Five Two Five.
1: Yeah, I uh, I found. So, hang on one second, dude. I think it was a super serum that they used. they probably yeah yeah, yeah they injected red, it. So yeah. okay, so here's what I found. Okay. I went into, man. I went on a deep dive last night, and my brain still kind of hurts from okay. it. Okay. Um. So, let me think about how I can even start off this. Okay. We're gonna get into some science here. I'm okay, not, go I'm ahead. I'm not a scientist, but this is gonna come but out. You play of, one uh, on this podcast. I play one on this podcast, and I was thinking today, man. Somehow, I always end up reading scientific stuff. But this is out of uh, the book, "The Hunt for Zero Point," which is by Nick Cook. Nick Cook. Okay. Which is uh, inside the classified world of anti-gravity technology.
0: Oh, okay. Talk to me, brother. So this
1: is uh, this is all relative. I mean, when did this book come out? Two thousand something. I don't remember. But the book is basically proving what this Xerum five two five could have been used for. Okay. okay. So here is what I am just going to start reading. Okay. Uh, and it's read a lot to, to read. You guys can butt in at any point in time. All right. Jason's um, got this. Most of the... Hold l- on. He okay. any point. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go, go. Yeah, kidding. and you guys can... This is the night tour. You can just say whatever you want. You guys see that episode? No. All right. Which one? That's a bad one. Don't worry about it. It's. I think you can leave, but... Oh. Anyway, it's a funny show. Oh, Cosby. Anyway, uh, most of the scientists uh, disclaim the f- that negative gravity can be generated artificially. So this is talking about... This book's talking about anti-gravity. Sure. And it's discovery. Okay. Uh, in fact, clarifying it's in an, it's anything but pseudo scientific. However, shortly after the First World War, war a French scientist named L.A. Cartan has for, formulated a derivative of the general relativity theory that is presently known as Einstein's Cartan theory. It is a set of equations in which, contrary to Einstein's theory itself, apart from mass-induced gravity, appeared also gravity with negative sign. Uh, Einstein's view, such that mass was the only source of the curvature of time-space. Time-space. Space. 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 I said it twice and I still can't say
0: space. it. Yeah, I got it. The curve <clears throat> of space. Got it.
1: Which in turn generated gravity. Cartan introduced the factors, the spinning of a mass and the spinning of fields, such as electromagnetic fields. In both cases, a negative uh, component was supposed to be produced. To this day, this theory is recognized by mainstream science. It has, however,. Would be impossible to make any device in a laboratory which could lift off. For example, we would have to accelerate a hundred time, or a hundred g rotor to the speed of ten thousand RPMs. The component should have the amount to of a very small fraction of a of a milligram of basically anti gravity. Jeez.
0: So, so like he's debunking.
1: No, well, yes, th- at first. So okay. he what they did is they this theory is. And again, I had to read this like 45 times last night to make it make any Did sense. Did your uh, eyes cross? Hundreds, hundreds okay. of times. But essentially the theory is that if you give something enough speed, it creates an anti-magnetic effect or anti-gravity effect mm-hmm. okay. because of the magnetics sure. with it. Okay. Yeah. All it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <coughs> in the book, he's like, okay, so obviously, you know, uh, what can they do to make this stronger? To basically proven this bell could have been used for anti-gravity. So he said, What can they do to make this stronger? Uh, One can reduce the weight of a spinning body or surrounded by a fast spinning field, let's say between 1% and 10%, that quite easily, which means a device powered by a battery. Uh, almost nobody wondered what is really the cause of this effect, um, but in the first years of our millennium, the SAS, ESA, the European Space Agency, has carried out quite a serious research project whose aim was ascertaining. To what extent spinning mass and fields may generate anti gravity, and how big exactly is the difference between Einstein's Cartan's theory and the real world? They used, you remember in 2006, they used a superconductor spinning in a magnetic field. The results published in March of 2006 were astounding. It turns out that the effect was, I can't even read that number. It's, I'm going to say 100 trillion. It's big. It's huge times stronger than the scientists believed. Ooh, wow. Okay. So this superconductor where they are slamming them apart, they realized that it was creating an anti-magnetic field. Um, and this superconductor. So again, it's, it's proving that this thing can be made stronger, but the Nazis obviously didn't have a superconductor at the time. So that we know of that we know of, but, uh, we're getting to the point where it's going to prove that zerum um, <coughs>
0: 525.
1: 525. 525. Yeah. So in physics, there is a general notion that fields and time-space. It's time- Space. I did it again. Space, I love it. In I'm going to spell are, that on our uh, title. Cannot speech. be separated from each other.
0: Glocker Space.
1: For example, you cannot create time-space. Got it. Without fields, nor generate fields separated from the time-space. Wow. Physicists say that there's a coupling between- Space in the fields, it means, for example, that by separating fields in some way, such as magnetic fields, it should be possible to separate space or frame of reference, as Einstein meant it. I'm just going to read it slowly so I, I don't screw this up. Fortunately, the phenomenon of separation of magnetic fields occu- occurs not only in superconductors, but in other situations as well. One of them refers to a peculiar kind of plasma f- uh, vortexes um, they differ from okay, so it says plasma equals ionized <laughs> gas. They differ from the other vortexes and plasma in such a way that the lines of magnetic fields and in inside of them are completely closed. They form closed loops, such, a, such as a donut or balls of spinning plasma, completely separated mag- magnetically, are known as plasma solutions or instant instantons. Very few libraries can produce large and fast spinning vortexes of this kind, but they look promising for two reasons. One is that speeds achieved by spinning ions are the order of a thousand times higher than the speed limit for ceramic superconductors. Secondly, plasma has virtually full tolerance to strong magnetic fields. Moreover, the stronger these fields are, the more durable the vortex is. It is possible to actually ger- generate magnetic fields up to a million times stronger than superconductors by using this um,
0: mercury substance, serum <coughs> twenty five. 525.
1: Yes, so that is what the serum was. As they figured this out back in the day, and then the scientific basic community is just now figuring out that they can create by using super, superconductors with um, mercury. So gotcha. So what the what he says is that the German Bell uh, makes me believe that it was a kind of trap for a. Sp- fast spinning plasma vortex or in the matter of fact, a two vortex is spinning in opposite directions. So it was basically meant to contain this Mm. mercury 525 substance running through vortex uh, vortexes and constantly speeding up, creating a um, anti-gravity field, bro.
0: So, so (coughs) if, if that happened, I'm trying to wrap my mind around. So you, and you offline earlier, you, you, we were talking about, I was asking why. How would this be effective, or how would you use this? You were telling me that you could do like spaceships. You see that stop on a dime and turn, yeah. And and that's why the anti gravity. Because if you're contained inside of anti gravity, it's not going to destroy your brain. Yeah. So yeah. Basically,
1: basically the the reason why this. Because you you were like, what what would they even need zero gravity for? Right. I'm sure if they had a
0: craft that could do this. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt the humans inside right. if they were ever actually able to travel this way.
1: Yeah, because the big thing with UFOs is that they'll they'll be traveling like Mach 8, and they'll go from Mach 8, stop on a dime, and go Mach 8 the other direction. And then, like, the technology that we have nowadays, the aircraft, whoever's flying the aircraft, his brain, brains would blow all yeah. over the side of it because his Gs would just, his head would explode. Right, he, <clears> his, We physically cannot handle it. So imposing a uh, anti-gravity basically keeps everything inside, inside the, from not the feeling craft. those Gs.
0: And how does—I'm trying to figure out, okay, that makes sense to me, is helping the human. How does the actual craft get propelled through the air? It doesn't. Is, that, is there like a rocket, or is, how is it— you know what I'm saying? How does it actually fly? Well, that's fly? what I'm
1: saying. It's creating an anti-magnet. So field. it's
0: so inside the field, the craft is actually so. Yeah. Oh, okay, my mind was going the 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 field was inside the bell, so yeah. to speak, and protecting me from making all these turns. But it's actually outside and allowing the bell to travel this way. Yeah, and because I'm inside it, I'm not getting hurt.
1: Yeah, it's it's basically moving. It's it's it's. Um, it's changing gotcha. space time around. Gotcha. It. Okay, that these, makes more sense. To that's me. what these vortexes are doing, and it's it's doing it so by that a was speeding. propelling the thing. Yeah. So it's it's creating basically like a magnet. It's creating that that it basically turned this bell into a magnet that could fly around and be controlled. Essentially, that's what this is this is proving. Okay. okay? Gotcha. So a couple things that's interesting about it is I read this uh, on the notes as well. You know, obviously with it being a magnet, there's going to be some physical effects to it. Did you have anything like that in your notes?
0: Well, I mean, the next thing I was going to go to is how it was described. So in my notes, I had, is it shaped like a bell? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, those, hey, is it was.
0: It like, <laughs> is it really
2: shaped like a bell? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. It's shaped like a bell. It's shaped like a bell. Yeah. Man. So I'm just picturing a bell. Flying around the, and yeah. actually. Like a late, church bell. It looks like yeah. a church bell. And it's just. With the well, big wait. Old Nazi swastika
0: on it. Exa- See, that made it more good.
2: More good? good yeah. More better. More better.
0: <laughs> See, like, you know, the Apple logos on the phone? Yeah. They had to put the swastika on the bell. Yeah. It made it legit. And it, and
2: it just flies around. Okay. Decal- the yeah. other thing,
0: so other other than, let's okay. just think about this for a sec. Other than protecting the human and being able to fly these awesome ways, what other benefit would you would a person or a country have you, to have this type of craft? I got it. Come on. I know this
2: from my notes. You, <laughs> you would, the be, other benefit, this bell, Yeah. you would always know if it's noon. Yeah. And also.
1: Oh, like when they ring it? Yeah, when they ring <laughs> it. Okay. i got
0: you. See, I thought it was about to go really deep with some So, it, actually, it.
1: actually, in my notes. <laughs> Uh, it You've says, got some
0: possible uh, benefits of yeah. having this type of craft.
1: It says the Xerum 525 was a likely eradicated form of Mercury, like, like I said, right. uh, used in the creation of form of plasma that was intended as a weapon and or propulsion system, which may have been capable of dispor- distorting space-time. So, I mean, there's been talks of time travel, oh. all kinds of stuff. That, really? Um, yeah, uh, that this thing would be possible. I mean, we don't even know the effects of it, really, because I mean, we're – until recent years, they didn't think it was even possible. Till so they started uncovering this stuff.
0: So, <clears throat> so the other, so aside from the the, the time travel benefit, and also how, mine. Do one, yes, and 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 it's noon. Yes, yeah. Um, w- what benefit would this have for for me to have this crap? How could I? How would I be? How would this give me an advantage over my enemy? Let's put it that way, since we were in World War Two, Okay. Be,
1: to be able to fly a craft, mock whatever you want.
0: Because, but I have no weapons on it.
1: I mean, you can mount weapons on it.
0: Oh, I guess so. But that, wouldn't that interfere with the the anti-gravity field?
1: Well, think about it like this, dude. I can't remember which war it was. My dad used to tell me this all the time. But uh, it was right when we, the U.S., put out, um, what are the name of those jets that can fly in?
0: Uh, this, the B two stealth bomber. No, oh the Harriers.
1: The Harriers. I guess there was a war. Is
0: that a helic? No, that's do you, sorry. It's, do
1: you guys know a bunch about wars?
0: I know a little bit. Okay, so I there was this war. I, I do. I, I what is it? Good remember? For? I can't remember the uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> war. Yeah, oh. uh, I can't remember which one it was, but okay. supposedly we had like a war that lasted a week, and we essentially sent over thirteen of these Harriers, and our Harriers Harriers would um, yeah would they fly. Can. They would stop, their planes would fly ahead, we'd shoot them down. We took down their entire fleet with these Harriers because they were so much more advanced. Back in the war, you know, World War II, same thing, dude. They would have been able to absolutely Mm. annihilate us with a a space. So this would
0: be a huge advantage over another country that didn't have this type of technology. Yeah,
1: 100 times over, dude. Okay. So to give some validity to this, uh, Mercury... Deal, dilemma. Yeah. Um, it says <clears throat> this guy basically traced it down, this Nick Cook filler. Uh, he says the physical aspect of this project involving the bill, codenamed the Kronos Later McTrager, was
0: that's pretty good. <laughs>
1: uh. was managed by Professor Walter Gerlock, which I think you mentioned that, didn't you?
0: Uh, I haven't mentioned Professor Gerlock. I swear you did. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. No, I got some other names in here that are pretty cool. <laughs>
1: Uh, one of the best scientists, <coughs> Gerlach became famous in the 1920s after the so-called stern experience experiment in which he examined the spins of atomic nuclei nuclei in a strong magnetic field. Generally, it was his main area of expertise. Later, but still after the war, he shifted his interest towards the experiments with mercuric plasma ionized mercury vapors, which is stagnant because of the bell, which is significant because of the bell. It was exactly such a... Such a plasma that was accelerated. The next stage is researching pertaining a closed or self-contained plasma vortices, which apparently was catalyzed by his personal close observation of ball, like observation, ball lightning balls, observing a ball of lightning. Mm. Uh, these are also solutions differing from the gravitate gravitationally useful solutions only in such a way that the plasma doesn't achieve significantly high speeds. All these findings are like described in scientific papers and retrospective references are given in my book that previously published in 2003, The Truth About the Wonder, Wonder
0: Wolf," Wonder Wolf, Yeah. So. I got that in my notes, too. That was some
1: some science for you. But basically, yeah, it's it. They're able to create an anti-magnetic field using mercury. That's what that uh, 525
0: was. All right, cool. In a nutshell, dude. Well, the, the bell was described as being 12 and 14 feet tall. Okay, so we got the dimensions here. Nine feet wide. And it was made of like three inch thick ceramic material. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and just in case anyone was aware, like you mentioned, the uh, if they were like flying through the air with this, they had to put a large swastika on it just to make sure everybody knew, mm, yeah. "Hey, this is this is who we are. We're flying with this thing. Yeah, want to make sure you know who we are." Gotcha. Um. So. Actually, is there any actual evidence that this device was built? <clears throat> well, that's where the trail goes cold due to a lack of documentary evidence. And the research I was doing stated that it was unusual for the Germans to not have any records of this thing because they were very good at record keeping. Yeah. Everything they did with their all their all all their advanced weapons. <clears throat> so it appears that the modern evidence for the existence of the DiGlocker seems to rest on the author's alleged conversations with a Polish intelligence officer, who had access to a secret dossier. Mm-hmm. Of course, he did uh, a secret dossier of material from an from the interrogation of SS involved with the project. Okay, so somebody knew somebody that <laughs> that knew somebody knew
2: somebody knew somebody.
0: So. Various names have been suggested largely due to their proximity of real Nazi secret programs. Yeah. So there were real secret programs that they had, okay? And some of these people's names that came up were close to these programs. So they were like, well, if you're in that secret program, it's, it's probably highly likely that you were involved in the Die Locker program. Yeah. Um, so one of the foremost being Dr. Verna Heisenberg.
1: Heisenberg.
0: Yeah. We all know Heisenberg. He likes. Is that Arizona? Well, no, no. I always Heisenberg. get that wrong. New Mexico. New Mexico. Thank you. Um, he, Dr. Werner Heisenberg was one of the most foremost German scientists, physicists, excuse me, to work for the Nazis. And he was a leader in the German atomic bomb program. Hello. Oh. <sighs> uh, we know where Heisenberg was and what he was working on throughout the war. Okay, so they know that. Yeah. He was captured by the Americans in 1945, and he was thoroughly interrogated, mm-hmm. whatever that means.
1: They gave him a house. There's the probably, a, day. <laughs>
0: there's probably a, a screwdriver involved. <laughs> uh, but although he was highly interrogated, he'd never mentioned the die locker. Now, was it such a great secret to keep under wraps that he didn't want to give that up, or was it just simply not in his uh, peripheral... Or it did it even exist? That's the question. <clears throat> uh, there were many Nazi scientists who could have been involved with the bell, and the U.S. captured and shipped nearly all of the Nazi Germany's best scientific minds to the States in a top-secret operation called Operation Paperclip. We all know that's a real thing. Right. So we got all of our greatest minds over here from Nazi Germany. We talked about that earlier. Is it possible that the U.S. retrieved Die Glocker and shipped it back to the United States as well?
1: That's, so, a, that's a question there. Here's here's what I got. So I got some notes here from um, Igor Wachowski's book, which is where a lot of this stuff comes from. Let me read it. What's the name of the book? Did I say it earlier? I can't remember.
0: Well, I've got a book, too, called The Morning of the Magicians. Is that the book? Uh, no. Okay. A different one. Go ahead.
1: Uh, let me pull it up here. I'm scrolling, bro. I'm scrolling. Where did that go? Oh yeah, yeah. So the origins of the story, the storage of the diaglogue, prograined prominence to the writings of the Polish journal- journalist and author Igor Wich in his book The Truth About the Wonder Wolf, which the Wonder Wolf just literally means wonder weapon. Um that's what this what This is amazing
0: is. that we have multiple uh authors that have wrote a book about this this subject. Yeah. So this so- yeah, that's kind of tell-tell right there for me. Yes,
1: and he list he actually listed in his book, uh, which a lot of my notes kind of go off of what he said and uh, things that he uh, he said. So basically, <clears throat> he lists um, he listed out a, a couple locations of the like the test sites, and kind of gave us a chronological um, time frame of where this thing was located. Okay. Until until basically the the end of the world, the war. Okay. Um, so he said that the Nazi bell was initially housed in a basement beneath the charity hospital in Dulin, and thus the project was known as the Charit and Lage. Mm. Um, in November of nineteen forty three, the bell was moved to an underground laboratory beneath gandaru Airfield on the western outskirts of Breslau, now known as the Polish city of Roklaw, maybe?
0: I like it. Um and, <clears throat> claw.
1: Yeah, in nineteen in November nineteen forty four, the bell was moved to Froienstein Castle in Bergenland. Austria. And then in December, one month later, it was moved inside the abandoned Westless the mine. That's the one you have, right? Wenless Wenceslaus, how do you say it? It's in your notes, bro.
0: Oh, uh, I forgot. Yeah, sweet. We
1: read that like freaking
0: <laughs> ten minutes ago, Joe. It's gone.
1: Did I really? Yeah, you did. It's oh, there. you mean the tunnel? Yeah, the Wenceslas Mine. You said it. Some three point one kilometers southwest of the. Uh, I
0: actually have. You said southwest. I
1: actually have the kilometer, uh, the uh, longitude, latitude of the uh, location of this mine too. Interestingly enough.
0: Oh no, I called the tunnels. Uh, <coughs> the network of tunnels were called Mittelwerk.
1: I, I read in your notes earlier, really, bro. It's in there somewhere. Good. Good. Anyway, Good. southeast of the main, southeast of the main complex, Soloklek Underground works as the project Reese. The ruins of a concrete fl- framework. That was good. Uh, yeah. Uh, aesthetically, I can I can read German, but then I better not read English, bro. Dubbed the Hinge, may have once served as a test rig for the experiment of the anti gravity propulsion generated with Die Glock. Have you guys heard of that? The Hinge. Mm-hmm. When no. cer- researching this thing.
2: I've heard before though no yeah. I haven't
0: heard, I've heard people going off on a hinge <laughs> but
1: so this there's in this guy's book uh unhinged he talks he found this basically this this structure it almost looked like the stonehenge um that yeah. he believed that this thing was basically connected to during testing oh really um yeah, and it's located right over those or pretty close to those mines so but, again, that's one of those things. They said that it was wildly debunked, and that was probably a stand for cooling tower. So that's, that's questionable.
0: But Questionable.
1: In the end of a SS run, uh, the evacuation Commando Command Team slash unit excavated or evacuated the bell, and it's supporting document, uh, documentation prior to the Russians overrunning the facility. The research team of scientists was less fortunate. They were taken out and shot by the SS between April 28th and May 4th, 1945. Records show that there were 62 of them, and many of them Germans. There were no survivors, but that's hardly surprising. And that's a quote from his book, Igor Wachowski.
0: Wow. Mm. So. Um, I think everybody got a grab of this. U.S., Russians. Yeah. Everybody got their hands on this this yeah. technology.
1: So, and he also writes in the same book... <clears throat> that there were some eyewitness accounts of people that have seen the bell uh, in those times, and also, like, it's basically where it ended up, okay? Yeah. And this kind of goes along <coughs> with what we believe about the Nazis being in Argentina, right? So the SS oh, yeah. uh, Lieutenant General Jacob Sporenberg police chief, i.e. Gestapo Lubin, preoccupied Lubin. So he saw the bell, and um, SS, uh, I can't even can Read that one, dude.
0: Baschnegel
1: Hushne- uh, Schuster from interrogation report at the Berlin document century about the evac- evacuation of the bell by air uh, in 1945. Dr. Wilhelm Voss, uh, chief executive of Skoda Works. Uh, he gave that to a gentleman, basically a, a handwritten account to a guy named Tom Oxton. Um, oh, Soviet Tom. plasma scientist. G.N. Frolov, in 1883, interviewed, referred to the Prof. Baron Manfred von Arden as first-hand witness of seeing the bell. Uh, there was a railway employee, an employee from Opelay, Josham Ibram, mm. said he saw the bell. And uh, Dr. Otto Cerny, while working at NASA, recounted Nazi bell to Greg Rowe. Um, I'm assuming he's like a journalist or something like that. And then saw the, the bell. Yeah. And then the Argentine Economic Ministry report declassified 1993 refers to a bell being unloaded in Argentina in a multi-engine German aircraft in well,
0: 1945. Well Argentina. Doesn't that just Case bring closed. it all together? Argentina. Case closed.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh now obviously this guy's book, um, as you can read from his eyewitness accounts, they're they were a lot of these are impossible to track down, so they, quote unquote, declassify or said this book was, was junk. Basically
0: but, debunked. Okay, but I don't know. Oh, I because mean, they were like, hey, let me go talk to that person that he that eyewitness. I couldn't track him down. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, and from what I understand, I mean, I was listening to a, a couple guys talk about this and like his uh, accounts of it. Is he was the scientists gave him all this information, but Said he couldn't take pictures of it or document it, he just had to transcript it, and that's how he wrote his first book about the descriptions of this. Uh, sweet, this bell. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, dude. It makes There's, sense. There, it's a, a lot of mystery and shrouded in what and who
0: and shadows f- and bells,
1: exactly. Bro, so it, why dude. the
2: bell shape?
0: Maybe that's maybe that's to contain the, the anti gravity. A bell? Maybe the shape, it has something to do with yeah. it not breaking up. Like, it can't be a box.
2: Can't be a
1: box, bro. Has to be a bell. It's going to break up. Well, who knows, man? I mean, so, dude, they were into some weird stuff, the Nazis, bro. Yeah. They were into let me some
0: weird stuff. Let me talk to you about this book here. And and also, they... Oh, you got a book, too? Yeah, also got a book. Talk oh, and you. also, I want to tell you about an eyewitness... Eyewitness accounts of this bell in the United States. Really? Flying. Is that the Liberty Okay, bit? yes. Wow. Is it? And why it was cracked? No, I'm just kidding. I am about to say. Yeah. But that, that, that's, that, that would be blow, funny. You would blow my mind. Right? That would be funny. Uh, so there was a book called The Morning of the Magicians. It was from France in 1960. And it was translated to English in 63. And the book covered Nazi topics, yeah. such as UFOs, the occultism, and you guessed it, the Die Glocker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got all these topics in here. So a lot of these topics, a lot of these topics have truths behind them such as the ufos so like the horton brothers they built a flying wings for for german air force called the you know you mentioned it earlier the left waffle yeah okay now you can see a horton 229 in smithsonian today in washington dc it's got these weird wings that that come out on a plane um so the horton brothers and their designs ended in the u.s in 1946 Because the influence of the Horton brothers, you can see in our current military, their design had a huge influence on fighters, such as the B-2 stealth bomber. Mm. So you see how that's designed? Mm, The Horton brothers were the ones that come up with that from Germany. Yeah. Okay, so stuff like that. So when um, when they would test these aircrafts, it's no wonder that, like in the 50s, there was this huge UFO craze. I'm seeing a UFO, aliens, whatever. Well, yeah. it's just experimental aircraft. It was flying around. It looked weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, they were just experimental aircraft. It was a big, huge craze. So that's why they were talking about the Nazis UFO. Now, the Nazi occultism had a real, real-life facts in the story as, as well. You may have heard of this man, Heinrich von Himmler. Von Oh, yeah.
1: What was his name? What you say that again? Heinrich von Lichtenstein.
0: Yeah, Lichtenstein.
1: Yeah.
0: From Liechtenstein. Yeah. Heinrich Heimler. He was the head of the SS. Heimlich. Yeah. Oh, Heinrich.
1: <laughs> like when you're choking. He- yeah,
0: Heinrich. Hendrick. Heinrich. Hendrick. Heinrich. Heimlich. Heinrich. Heinrich Heimler. SS. It's so he was hard the head to read. Of, yeah, he was the head of the SS. Uh, and he used a German castle called Wetzelberg. <laughs> and I'm sure I messed that one up. It was a sort of holy SS temple and some strange pseudo religious ceremonies were conducted there. That was all facts. They found this temple and it was really weird. They were doing weird stuff in there. You know, like what occultism doing? stuff.
1: Like sacrificing. Them? Oh yeah. Really?
0: Like hanging people up on the walls and cutting them up. <laughs> yeah, weird stuff. So that was like facts. So Nazi occultism was a true thing. So yeah. the Die Glocker was presented as facts as much as these other stuff was presented as fact in this book. Okay, so that's probably the reason we have stories that have turned into, like, fantasy and sci-fi, and, the, like, the Americans were astounded by high-tech weaponry. Yeah. And, like, because they uncovered all this stuff. When they when they beat Germany, they uncovered the jets, the rocket planes, ballistic missiles, stuff they'd never seen before, secret underground bases. So this was like, I mean, they found electric uh, electro U-boats. The list goes on and on. So after the war there was huge imaginations that were given free reign to UFOs to like people said, I see UFOs over the Capitol. There were sci-fi movies that came out all over the place and they often referenced evil Nazi scientists. Remember those? There's always this evil Nazi scientist guy. So when the Diglocker was an anti-gravity machine, which begs the question, did the Nazis experiment with anti-gravity as they experimented with everything else from rockets to jets to the occult? Perhaps this is the answer, but it's not much evidence to support it. Yeah. So, like, just because uh, this other stuff happened, is it possible that that happened? I say yes, because the Germans were weird, and they did some weird stuff.
1: Well, it just, it goes to show uh, how far, how much scientists can figure out if there's no care for human life. (laughs) Right,
0: <laughs> you know, exactly.
1: Like, what would a human being do if we fly him up at this speed and then take a left turn at 10 Yeah, seconds? what would happen? Okay, oh, his, write that down. His brain's blew all over the side. <laughs> Next. Let's see if we can do that. Throw someone else in there, dude.
0: Oh, yeah, we need to tweak that little knob right there and make sure that, yeah, that doesn't Throw happen. them
1: underwater and see how long they can go underwater before their heads explode. <laughs> well, let's see if we can fix that, dude. I mean, that's just, but that's what they did, man. Yeah. I don't know necessarily that the because I thought about that like man were there scientists just that much smarter than us but no we have I morals. think they were willing
0: to just go beyond
1: they were willing to do whatever to test they the human limits yeah to i mean kill that's why they're considered mad scientists bro because they were using human test subjects Jews whoever digging that like one of the things i have in my notes is like the the those massive underground tunnels where they brought this bell they were
0: yeah and all the, all the weaponry that we found oh, yeah. was under there. Just tons of underground bases. and
1: Yeah, those were hand-dug, dude.
0: <laughs> so the, the, the lack of evidence doesn't prove that they did not experiment with anti-gravity. It could mean they were just good at hiding it. Yeah. We're just good at hiding it. It's either so,
1: they were good at hiding it or the U.S. took it. Right.
0: It. Well, that, good point. That leads us to NASA, which has been experimenting with anti-gravity since the 1990s, as well as the Russians. Told you it was a grab. So Boeing and the BAE systems have also been dabbling in anti-gravity research. These are all facts. It seems that Operation Paperclip grabbed the best of the Nazi scientists in 1945 for rockets and chemicals and bioweapons and aeronautical engineers, but they didn't grab all the experts for anti-gravity. I don't know where they they didn't find those guys. Maybe they shot themselves. I don't know. This leaves one obvious question at this point. For us to answer. If the Die Glocker was built. And perhaps flown in 1945. And the men who built it. Were captured by the US. Then why did the US and Russia. Start to try to build this stuff from scratch. In the 1990s.
2: Right. Or why was there an. Um, a race. A space race with proposal? Pro, pro, blah, 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 propulsion. Propulsion. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. The other question is also, where, did, where are all even those house? Why Oh, and this leads to the most overwhelming question. If Hitler, all Hitler had all these UFOs and anti-gravity flying machines and all these high-tech weapons, how in the world did he lose the war? Timing.
1: Yeah, I thought about that too,
0: If If these quote all these advanced weapons more than us, did did we just have sheer willpower overpowering with with muscle and man
1: i don't think he did i think they uh may i don't know that's kind of an interesting topic maybe they didn't necessarily lose the war but they they moved you know because there's what do you mean there's there's evidence of nazis like in america all over the place man like you said the paperclip project. Yeah, they brought they, them all over here to they work brought for them us. All over here. Maybe they just—it's Von Braun. Argentina. Like, it was Von Braun. Like he, the, uh, he did the
0: rockets. It's our in space or whatever.
1: It's kind of like the Knights Templar episode where you like they They're, just they just re they re, re, re Yes. Re-rained. So it's like
0: <clears throat> let's let's go underground, rename, regroup, and then we're gonna pop up with another name. Yeah.
1: In the background though, which yes. is really, really really true powers. You know, you can.
0: It's always from the shadows. It's from the shadows. Cut part. off one head. One more, two, three. Three, four. More will grow back. Hydra. Hell, Hydra. Hell, Hydra. I love the spin off topic on how they did the Hydra and they interwove it with the Nazis. Nazi Germany. Yeah. And it's almost like, it's almost like, no, Hitler's, a, a, Hitler's over here doing this. Here's the real evil. What? But <laughs> this guy. Hold, hold on, hold Red on. Red Skull. But I'm let, the real evil. But
2: let's talk yeah. about that. What? And I know that that was a Marvel movie and it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fiction and it's not. Really. Right, right. But that's kind of the same here. I mean, the SS could be the hydro was You're, the absolutely. SS, right? And they were and they were using advanced weaponry, right? So I mean, he, there is some truth to that. Let's yeah. l-
0: break that down because if you remember Red Skull mm-hmm. had almost like a disdain for Hitler. Mm-hmm. Did you notice his attitude mm-hmm. like, oh, he's doing all this stuff. I'm over here doing the the important work. Yes. Yeah. Red skull. Red Mercury. What? Did you see that plane he flew off the building with? Yep. yep. That's
1: full circle, bro.
0: Come on, Project Mockingbird. Okay.
1: What's going (laughs) on? Let's let's
0: take this home for a second. Let's take it home. One piece of evidence that is often put forward is the Kecksburg UFO incident in nineteen sixty five. The story goes like this. You ready? On the night of 9th of December. I'm just kidding. Uh, 1965, 9th of December. A large fireball was viewed by thousands of people across six. Count them. Six U.S. states and in Ontario, Canada. All right. Trailing some kind of material, the object crashed into the woods at Kettysburg, Pennsylvania, 30 miles northeast of Pittsburgh.
2: Okay, let'm stop you right there. Okay. remember it was a few months ago you saw this remember we saw this we saw it on that it was a clip of the same description crossing over three states from from the west coast from California into um I think it was Arizona or Nevada and it was that giant ball of blue material coming from R- the sky yeah, yeah kind of and it. didn't
0: it land somewhere? yeah when they when they never found it what yeah. okay
2: so hey you never know
0: wow so this was 30 miles northeast of pittsburgh and and you guessed it right the us army quickly shut the area down from the public yeah. no shocker there quickly shut it down not soon after this a ufo was reported to have crashed and then the story became almost as famous as roswell Whew. and it was almost as famous as Roswell, the incident. The object was named Doug Locker. To this day, there is a reconstruction of the Kecksburg object, which is in the shape of a bell. It is in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. You can go look it up. There is a bell-shaped, somebody made it to, I guess, memorialize the incident that happened in 1965. Yeah. So it's actually there in the shape of a bell, and it's it's got some monumental stuff. Um, but then in 2005, NASA came back. Here's NASA again. And they revealed that the object was actually a Soviet satellite, Cosmos 96, that re-entered the atmosphere, broke up during entry, and that's why the Army shut down the area and recovered the craft, which had the same shape as a die-locker. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. So we had a... So that was that was my story of the it's real the same shape as the Die Glocker, yeah, uh, a Soviet the bell, a, yeah, a Soviet, a Soviet Cosmos satellite, Cosmos ninety six, shaped as a bell, yeah. Do we so, have pictures of this bell? Well, it's it, yeah, it's in Pennsylvania, or is it's in Kesburg? You mean, to pull it up, pull it. Jamie, pull, pull it up. Yeah, pull it up, dude. All right, go ahead and talk amongst yourselves.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't know if I believe this story. Which one in Kexburg? Any of this? The, the whole the bell. bell. <laughs> yeah. I'm so stuck on this bell. I don't. Um, there it is. It is. Uh, that looks like a. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that looks like an acorn. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what people. Dad, do- nah, don't say it. Uh, I know what you're thinking. That, you, what does it look, look like, boys? Uh, it looks like. Um, I don't know. Yeah, my, you know what it looks like. Wait, does that look like <laughs> the tip of a penis? Is that what I didn't
2: say it.
1: Come on, Byron. But
0: just the tip, though? Why would somebody do that? <laughs> well, like the tip of a penis does look like a bell. Oh, my God. He's and this going is, in on it. This I mean, is, it does look like a bell, right? This is the just tip one of the penis? big
1: elaborate joke. <laughs> <laughs> penis
0: joke. Well, anyway, that's that. That's what they us, saw guys. in Texberg. Like, Say,
2: like, look at this UFO. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, oh, bro. These, come on, Hitler. Man. Yeah, gotcha. Hitler was perverted. Jeez. He's going to fly. Yeah, it looks like silly, An exact dude. replica. Yeah, he's like, Hitler, mushroom. why the shape of a bell?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I counted my wonder waffle. <laughs> my kexler waffle? <laughs> it is my wonder weapon. <laughs> Look at my mustache.
0: <laughs> <coughs> All right. That wow. Is, uh, wow, that was unexpected. Anyway.
1: I really thought we were going to see UFO, but we're just well. Seeing, there no, we're seeing an acorn. No, this on a wasn't stand. what
0: was recovered. This is what somebody made oh, based on eyewitness oh, testimony. Okay. Uh, wait, wait my, somebody maybe, just maybe somebody drew woke up from a dream from <laughs> memory. Yeah, <laughs> <just> well, that's <laughs> what it looked like. It was kind of shaped at the top. It was small and it kind of bulged out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> somebody um, drew
2: this from memory. They're like, yeah, that's what it looks and like. Had two balls on. That it. That
1: reminds me of Austin Powers. That looks like a
2: big. Johnson.
0: <laughs> you oh, yeah. About? Those yeah. look like melons. Yeah. Oh,
1: Free God. melons. Jeez, yeah. that's... Yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's... Uh, Listen,
0: anti-gravity, since we're we're trying to restart, we started in the 90s. Obviously, there was something going on. Yeah. I... I, I, hmm, I don't know.
1: Oh, dude, I forgot. Yeah, purpose. The purpose, the exact purpose of the bell remains a subject of debate. Um, yeah, what about time travel? Time travel or time unit manipulation, development of powerful, powerful energy sources. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. It could be used as a battery. I forgot about that when I was looking. A battery? At, yeah, it creates, it creates. Uh, yeah. Like energy? Yeah, it creates power. Because essentially, as it spins, it keeps, it in, infinitely mm. speeds
0: up. Would the actual bell spin?
1: No, that's what the bell was basically a housing unit for
0: it. What's, what, what spins? Rotors. Inside of it. And so what's Two inside vorti- of it? You know what a, vor- a vortex, uh, the vortex is? A vortex. A vortices?
1: Yeah. It's just basically like a, a tube that gets smaller. So as this passes through, it would speed up into a circle and pass through it again and speed up. And pass through and speed up. And then, mm. pff, and it would just infinitely speed up inside of this bell, creating power.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um,
1: See? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, dude. Absolutely a locker.
1: It's, It is. Mm. And the reason why they would hide it, because it's free energy.
0: There you go. Mm. Mm.
1: It's a prominent right. energy source. That's it.
2: If I saw a connection to, like, the Rockefellers. D- do You'd be on board? I'd say, yeah.
0: What about Hitler, though? What about him? Was, it, was there no connection to Rockefellers or any kind of evil genius bloodline? Hitler? Well, maybe yeah, we they, should do a show on Hitler. Satan. I'm, I would so, hey, that's Satan, that's the but that's their... Well, uh, well, all of them are connected to Satan, right?
2: Exactly. I think he was heavily influenced. I mean, I think he was Leo cold Oh, I think I think he was just right here talking in his ear, like literally. You know, when we when people say, "Oh yeah, uh, Satan's tapping me today," or it's not yeah. specifically right. him. A lot of people. You think, think he was
0: actually sitting right there on the shoulder? I really think he was
2: sitting in his office with his. A lot up. of
1: people think Hitler was one of the antichrists. A lot of people think there was multiple uh, antichrists throughout history. Julius yeah. Caesar was one.
2: Hitler was another neo or uh nero neo nero. nero nero well,
0: I believe there's not not the antichrist, but there's an antichrist spirit, yeah, I mean that it could people be that, that way people too. work from,
2: yeah, yeah, and they work from home,
0: yeah potentially <laughs> yeah work from home,
1: so I don't this was a look i
0: i'm gonna go i I believe it existed, okay, I believe the bell was there,
1: wow here's my here's my theory, and they're this. real good at hiding it. <laughs> Here's my theory.
0: I think this is uh,
1: obviously a huge conspiracy and this is the theory I'm formulating as I'm talking about it. So Go. give Sorry. me some break here. But essentially, um they created this weapon, uh Project Paperclip. I think the scientists came across with the weapon to not, the U.S. Not web. <clears throat> let's call it. Let's call it, let's it, the call craft. it Bell, the crap. Yeah, the crap, yeah. This technology. idea, this technology. Yeah. Uh, given the potential of it, time travel, time manipulation, uh, powerful energy sources, um, the U.S. government or whoever the world decided to keep it quiet. So what they did is they created, you asked about propulsion earlier. Why, yeah. why do propulsion? And why was the German scientists helping with propulsion? It was almost like they were trying to get us off of that
2: that trail. Okay, that's possible. I like <coughs> that. that train of thought.
1: So like, yeah, well, and let's go back. Let's say the moon landing was faked and there's all this just elaborate hoax, which doesn't seem crazy yeah. to me. We're funneling money into space energy, into all these things, and we're dropping money, but the money's really going nowhere. It's going back to the elites. It's going back. They're just funneling money. They're, yeah. they're, using, they're using the space race as a way to funnel money to whatever. so But we've had this technology
0: forever. And it's just, yeah, it's just stifled. It's just stifled. We're not going to use it because it would probably bring us into another level. Yeah. Of, of te- you know, it would change the way we actually do things. Can you imagine if we had this technology in cars?
1: Well, to imagine if we had, imagine you know if know what I'm we saying? had uh, an energy source that never went out. Right. That, that is That is a lack of control that they have over us. Because right now, the, the way that our system's set up is they can just pfft, cut the power. It's all, it all comes back. Everything goes back to control. So having a device like this, if, let's say if it is a huge battery which is just constantly creating power and it's enough to power the entire world, <clears throat> there is no, there's no control over us. And that's what the elites want to do. That's what Satan wants to do is he wants to control us.
0: So even, even though it would make the whole world and the elites uh, in a better place as far as technology and the way your life could run, even though that's possible, the control that they have is better than trying to better whole of humanity. Yeah. Well, uh, even the though they thing. would get, even though the, maybe, maybe they're at a place where we're at an enlightened level, we don't need to go any further because we had this control that we have is allowing us to have a level of, of enlightenment that that we're not letting them have, but we're having it now because we are in control.
1: Yeah, they're keeping us dumb. I mean, I, I can't remember who said it, but like, technology's like, like technology is like what do they call like omni-moral technology is like technology is just technology. Right. There's, there's no, an, yeah, no. There, moral it doesn't choose on. a side. You know what I mean? So this is the same thing, and this is obviously I'm making this theory up on the spot, but well, it's a good theory. I like it. There's stories of people that have created um, which we can do a story on this but people have created cars that run off of water or I've people, heard of that people that create generators that run off of magnets infinitely I've infinitely, heard of that or, I've uh, heard and I've heard um, that
0: these companies will buy patents and they'll never release them like uh, uh engines that never need oil yeah um, yeah uh the light bulb something about the electricity on in a light bulb never has to be replaced never has to be replaced but they're not going to put that out there because they want to keep i met a i met a customer consumers keep buying
1: uh, i met a customer that um they his he used to work in a manufacturing plant and he told us that they invented a way to basically interlock for like respiratory oxygen tubes they found out a way to manufacture these plastic ways to interlock them that they'd never be to replace, ever. And the hospitals said, destroy it. We'll never buy it. Even though it'll last forever.
2: I believe it. I'm sure the big farmer was behind. Because they didn't. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Because there's good and
1: bad yeah. to capitalism, you know? It's the, yeah. the, bad is, the bad is if something can't sell, you can't create a product that lasts forever. Or
2: this, it, the bad is... If your competitor sells something, a good product, and it threatens my business, yeah, that,
1: and that, or it. the business itself. You sell something; they only have to buy one. Your business is going to burn out yep. a year. Everyone buys one; they never have to buy one ever again. Obviously, that's we're talking Jeez. about. We're talking about
0: energy here. Jeez. Oh, well, I mean, um, well, the diglaca, <coughs> yeah, was was energy.
1: Or maybe it was a time travel thing, and Hitler just, he never really killed himself. He just went forward in time, and then when the end time comes, that's when he appears in as front of us. Antichrist. As the Antichrist. As right, the as the real, end. Yeah. Goes to the Temple Mount, says he is God, you guys all suck.
0: Yeah, and the witnesses are there, and they see him. The witnesses are there, and there you go. And then the bell comes down. And the bell comes down, dude. Right, right on top of it. Right, right, right
1: over Independence, Missouri, and yeah. goes down that little swirl. You guys know what I'm
2: talking about?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some kind of swirl there. that It's like the center of the universe. They think Jesus is going to slide right? down
2: that thing. Yeah, the well, it's Latter-day Saints. Yeah, and when
0: the and it's going to ring, and Jason will know it's noon. Yeah. Exactly. Or dinner time. <laughs> that
1: was ready. I don't know. Here, scroll through my notes make sure I didn't forget
0: anything. Oh, let's quick, see here. Uh, let's go. We got Advanced Propulsion, The Controversy, The Reese Complex. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same thing you were talking about. That's just another name for it. Okay. Yeah, labor force. Uh, yeah, I told talked about that briefly. Abandonment. Um, the Wonder can, Waffle. You can actually go to that complex and, ex, and as a and explore it. Tourists can go there now. Oh, really? Yeah, you can go there and walk through the tunnels. Um, it's pretty interesting stuff.
0: Um, that's crazy. I
1: read through all of that. You just hit me with the, that's crazy, dude. Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, man. You're like, wow, dude. Good that's story. crazy. Good story. Plasma. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay,
1: 150 to 200 meters.
0: Out. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have that on my notes. So, supposedly, let me read that real quick. Just another interesting little fact.
0: What's that? The effect of the zone of the bell? Yeah. Hang oh, that on. is kind of cool.
1: Hang on one second. Dude. Where did I write that at?
0: And It's a no nice, zero Well, you can read it right here. Oh, you got more no, notes on it. No, I got a that. different one.
1: Uh says, Wachowski describes diglocked when activated was having an effect zone of extending out to 150 to 200 meters. That's 490 to 660 feet in,
0: uh... You know, outside of the bell?
1: Outside of the bell. Okay. Within this zone, crystals would form in animal tissue. Blood would get become gel and separate, while plants would decompose into a grease-like substance. Um... He said, Wachowski also said that the five of the seven original scientists working on the project died in the course of the tests. So Maybe that's why.
0: Oh, we never that's, found it. that's why we don't have them, because they're dead.
1: They all died because of the bell killed them. And then they moved the bell to Argentina to never right. test it again.
0: And then we'll see it when Hitler time travels out of Argentina.
1: Yeah, he comes back in and there you go. Wow.
2: It's shaped like a bell. Did we get to, <laughs> did we get
0: to
1: the bottom of that one? <laughs>
0: Jay- Jason's still on the. It's like a bell. <laughs> Why don't... not a cube?
2: Something Why not a flying saucer? Of all the things. A bell. A bell. Die Glocker. Could have been a trapezoid. Yeah, Die I mean,
1: Glocker. Could have been a hexagon, dude. Take one from the bees. Bro, it's any... better.
0: Oh, not the bees. Not the bees!
1: You see
2: that? I, yeah. I hate it. Guys. It's dumb. It's, it's the thank dumbest you. thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the, bell. the bell?
0: Die Glocker. That's one for the books, folks. Uh, Make sure you visit our website, bottomofthat.com, and you can check out our blog, and you can see all these great notes that we took for this research. You can read it all right there. Also, you can find our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm not going to say X. I'm going to say Twitter. Okay. If you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, and Bitchute, and you like this episode, please like, share, and subscribe and leave a comment. If you do, that will tell the algorithm to feed this content to more people that like this content. If you're listening on any other podcasting platform, please turn on notifications so you never miss when we publish an episode. If you did not like this episode of the Die Glocker, I thank you for listening this long and tune in next week. would you mind hear Joey say? Uh, karate. Exactly.